on this Wednesday, October the 7th, 2020. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Matthew, we continue in Matthew for yet another week. Matthew chapter 22, verses 1 to 14. Hear now the word of God. Once more, Jesus spoke to them in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a wedding banquet for his son. He sent his slaves to call all those who had been invited to the wedding banquet, but they would not come. Again, he sent other slaves, saying, Tell those who have been invited, Look, I've prepared dinner. My oxen and my fat calves have been slaughtered. And everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. But they made light of it and went away, one to his farm, another to his business, while the rest seized his slaves, maltreated them, and killed them. The king was enraged. He sent troops, destroyed, murdered them, and burned their cities. Then he said to his slaves, The wedding is ready, but those invited were not worthy. Go therefore into the streets and invite everyone you find to the wedding banquet. Those slaves went out into the streets and gathered all whom they found, both good and bad. So the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came into the hall to see the guests, he noticed a man there who was not wearing a wedding robe. And he said to him, friend, how did you get in here without a wedding robe? He was speechless. Then the king said to the attendants, Bind him hand and foot and throw him into the outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. For the people of God, we hear this word today. Well, I guess the first thought is um, another parable another story or another example uh, for the people in the room, which are primarily the chief priests and the Pharisees and really all who can hear, hear Jesus's story. So he's also asking us, as he asks the religious authorities, because evidently that's us today as well, we claim to be the followers of Jesus Christ and the church of Christ. And so he says that primarily in this parable, there seems to be no room for complacent behavior. In fact, you know, it's kind of a last resort. He invites everyone in, this invitation to a feast. And those that do not come or obey or come accordingly, and obviously festively, or if they decline the invitation then goes to those who can come. You see, we are all invited to God's banquet. However, some seem to not accept the invitation. Some attack even the messengers, the apostles, you and I, that bring the invitation to come to the banquet that has been set before us that Jesus hosts let us pray for all God's messengers everywhere. 
regardless of their denomination, because the church is a persecuted church. From the ends of the globe and to our inner cities, we struggle. Yet we pray and assemble as if we were all one together. And we are. And we have great heartache for those who are under persecution and those who would be uh, denied the invitation. And so we invite all. You see, we're called to live out in our lives and in our relationships what we believe in. So let's be honest with God about how much we really believe. Do we believe enough to be prepared to go to the banquet when the invitation is a last resort? So many times, and I've been guilty of this too, that we hear of an invitation, it's like, well, I wasn't the first one, or maybe I wasn't the first group of people that I heard were invited. And so I feel like, you know, I'm an afterthought. Well, there is no afterthought when it comes to God's kingdom. Believing in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ provides you a seat at the great banquet. And many are called, but few are chosen. And even though all may be invited and chosen, as we have in the first part of the story, there are some who respectfully decline and, you know, our heart aches for them, but also the heart that we have is to keep inviting. And so when you live out your lives and relationships, never give up. Keep inviting. Keep keeping that chair warm at the banquet. And keep reminding all whom you invite and Jesus has invited And that's probably the bottom line for all of us is we have no idea. We think we have, but we have no idea who's really been invited to the banquet. What if it is someone who has wronged you? What if it's someone that you least expect? Like the chief priest always got over, uh, you know, over and against Jesus about tax collectors and prostitutes. What if they were there? What if they were there? The people whom maybe you don't have an affinity to or are so much different than you. Well, guess what? If there's a seat for you at the banquet, there is a seat for them. And so the king was not to be stopped. He invited even those who he had initially shunned. And he kept going. And so we see ourselves as the king because, you know, we get upset. People don't come to our invited parties. We go through all that preparation. Yet the important thing about God's grace and about this parable is that um, in our midst, there are people whom we can't even imagine that will be sitting with us at the banquet. And it'll be a truly joyous day on that last day when we gather at that banquet. So God's always looking out for you. He's always inviting us to fill that place that he has specially prepared for us at the great banquet. So let's pray and work for the good of others so there will be no empty chairs 
at the wedding banquet. May the Lord God bless and keep you this day and always. May his grace shine upon you. And may you always be ready to accept that invitation, but then to share that invitation with others so that all may be together at that great banquet. Amen.